Support for MVY's Shakedown Stream comes from Praxis Consulting Incorporated, working with insurance companies to increase their profitability through subrogation and recovery efforts. They're committed to improved recoveries, best practices, and better yield. More info by emailing info at praxisconsulting.com. Hello, everybody. I want to invite all my friends and family and deadheads to gather around and listen and stream, and more importantly, to unite around the Grateful Dead. So welcome to another episode of Shakedown Stream, right here on mvyradio.com. Smoking around the night 
shoot me a look that says let's go. Yes, it don't feel most like one of the red light. Now there ain't no point in looking behind us, no. Stop. Feel like a stranger.
Yowza. Well, right on. That's the Grateful Dead opening up their show from Pine Knob, Corkston, Michigan, 619.91. Feel like a stranger. It's going to be a long, long, crazy night. It's going to be a crazy stream. So welcome. This is episode 539, our June 19, 2018 episode. My name's Jer Bear, and welcome. Well, interesting and really fun news in the Grateful Dead world. They uh, have a new box release for Pacific Northwest, 1973 and 74, the complete recordings. 19 CDs. Yeah, man. They got 62373, 62473, 62473, 62473, and then two from 517 and 519, 1974. And it shows from Seattle or Vancouver or Portland, Oregon. Pretty cool. It's nice to see a, a box release, like just kind of out of nowhere. Boom, here it is. So, in honor of this announcement, our featured show... We're going to be going to Des Moines, Iowa, June 16th, 1974. We're going to hear the whole show in its entirety as our featured show. But before we do that, let's stay at Pine Knob. Let's go to the next night, June 20th, right here on MVY Radio. Yeah. 
That's the Dead Doing Bird song, Snow and Rain. That's from 62091, Pine Knob. Right on. Yeah, you could tell that was a 91. You could hear um, Vince Welnick, but you could also hear uh, Bruce Hornsby, I believe. Yeah. Well, we're going to turn to 1974 this week, and I was just looking at my list, and we haven't featured a 1974 show in quite a while here on Shakedown Stream, and it really is one of the great all-time years of the Grateful Dead. So I'm happy to turn to 1974, and the show that we're going to do is a show that I've been wanting to feature for a long time. It just was waiting for the right time. Last week, we were talking about how the Jerry Garcia solo album, Compliments, was released in June of 1974. One of the dates I got was 6-21-1974. Let me play a track off that album now. And this was a song that would go on to be played many, many times with the Jerry Garcia Band.
There's a couple tracks off the Garcia Compliments album that was Russian Lullaby with some beautiful fiddle work. And before that, a live version of Let It Grow, the only one, uh, sorry, Let It Rock, (laughs) Um, the only one that was ever performed live by the Grateful Dead from Miami, Florida, 623-74, a song that opened up the first track on the Garcia Compliments album, which is a Chuck Berry tune. And then before that, that's what love will make you do. So 1974 was kind of a strange year for the dead in some ways, and certainly hindsight allows us to make some you know, conclusions. One was that the dead were burning out. But also in 1974, they built this thing called the Wall of Sound, which um, they designed themselves, and I think Bear was a part of this. Um, It was the most sophisticated and best sound system ever put together by any rock band. It weighed 50 tons, and it was very hard to maneuver and bring it to different venues. It cost a lot of money. And it became the thing that was uh, weighing on their backs. And as we know, in October of 1974, the dead took a break. They kind of quit for a while. So, one of the reasons why Garcia put uh, this Compliments album together was to give their record label some product, as they said, um, 
to have things that they could sell and to kind of prop up their record label. Cool. But the other thing that happened uh, not too long after the Compliments album was Mars Hotel, which for a long time was one of my favorite dead albums. And I would listen to it over and over again, especially since um, one side, this is when we used to listen to records, uh, one side of the record open with Scarlet Begonias, and I would just play it over and over and over again. But one song that came off of this album, I believe is one of the best recorded dead songs ever. Let me share that with you now, right here on Shakedown Stream. Psych. Now, um, this album is famous for some of the basic um, um, uh, songs, but what is um, like U.S. Blues, Loose Lucy, Ship of Fools, um, and definitely Scarlet Begonias. But one song that they barely ever played it live. We'll talk about that in a second, but this is such a great song.
That's Loose Lucy from the Freedom Hall in Louisville, Kentucky, June 18, 1974. That's right. Before that was Unbroken Chain, the studio version off the Ugly Rumors album, I mean the Mars Hotel album, that came out in June, late June, 1974. Uh, the date I have is 62774. And um, Loose Lucy is one of the songs that appears on the album. Interesting, on Unbroken Chain, Ned Lagan uh, does some of the keyboard work on that version, who um, Phil and Ned would do these uh, jam feedback sessions in between the uh, sets uh, in 1974. Pretty wild stuff, pretty avant-garde stuff. Cool. Well, um, I was just reading about the Mars Hotel Alm. And so if you take the Alm and you uh, hold it upside down in front of the mirror, it'll read Ugly Rumors. And I had heard all these different things. I had all these ideas, all these things in my head about what it was. And then um, whatever I thought or whatever anybody told me was wrong. Um or maybe I just wasn't listening, but uh, there's some great liner notes for the re-release of the Mars Hotel Home that explains it quite well. So cool. Uh, but the song that they tried to make a hit was U.S. Blues, and it didn't do that well. Um, but U.S. Blues, Robert Hunter was writing a little bit about the Watergate situation with Richard Nixon, which was coming to an end in June of 1974. And I can't help but think about the current situation we're in. Uh, 
it just some, somehow there just seems to be some parallels. God help us. Nonetheless, furthermore, and henceforth, I am really happy about the World Cup. Um, and ever since I was a kid, I've, every four years I watched the World Cup. And this year, I've watched every game that's happened already. And that's because of the technology and, uh, you know, the way we watch TV. And when I was a kid, I was like, wait, I, well, I want to see the games. Well, how's this team doing? That And you know, we would get maybe one or two games uh, on a weekend or something uh, when I was a kid. And it every year, it, every consecutively, uh, it gets more popular, more fun. And this year, the United States is not in it, but that's kind of uh, nice because we can relax and there's no anxiety associated with it. And it's fun. Yeah. So, Belgium, what a great team. And congratulations to England. And watching Ronaldo score goals is really fun. And I love, like, these other teams that, like, Panama has never been in it. And um, they made a good run at it. But um, you can tell that there's some teams that are just amazing. And some teams are just so proud of their country to be in it. So, very cool. Let's do some bare essentials before we get to our featured show. And this is a new album, uh, David Davis and the Warrior River Boys. Just came out, uh, I think in 2017, but I'm just looking at it now. And uh, they play a song that some of us deadheads may recognize. Right on. My mother raised three grown sons, Buster Bell and I. Buster was the black sheep of our little family. Mother tried to break him of his rough and rowdy ways. Finally had to get the judge to give him 90 days. And didn't he ramble, ramble? He rambled all around, in and out of town. And didn't he ramble? Cut him down He rambled in a gambling game He gambled on the green The gamblers there showed him a trick That he had never seen he lost his rolling jewelry and like to lost his life. He lost the car that carried him there and somebody stole his wife. And didn't he ramble, ramble, he rambled all around, in and out of town. And didn't he ramble, ramble, he rambled till the butchers cut him down.
appetite was stout When he refused to pay the bill The landlord kicked him out He reached a brick to smack him with And when he went to stop The landlord kicked him over the fence Right in a barrel of slop And then he rambled Rambled He rambled all around In and out of town And then he rambled Rambled He rambled till the butchers cut him down He rambled. Well, that wasn't the song I wanted to play, but um, I like that song. Uh, it's the opening song, the first track on this album. David Davis and the Warrior River Boys, Didn't He Ramble? Songs of Charlie Poole. Hmm. Okay, this is really cool. But uh, the track I want to play, I will cue us up ever so perfectly. Um Interesting. He rambled, you know, I think of uh, Levon Helm and he would do these rambles up at his barn in upstate New York. Um, and then I think of Ramble on Rose. You see how I made those connections? They're loose, but uh, nonetheless. Now, here's a song uh, by William Bloomfield. And I believe we should recognize this right here on Shakedown Stream. <laughs> tempted to roam Oh, I think of regret of the dear home I left And the warm hearts who cheered me then And the wife and the dear ones of whom I'm bereft And sighed Cut in the evergreen shade 
as they grow They are sweet on the banks where we play Sunny South, performed by David Davis and the Warrior River Boys. He has a couple liner notes for this song, Sweet Sunny South. He says, fond recollections of youth and home. Personally, I've always loved this song. It conjures up visions of Tara and Gone with the Wind. We all could think back fondly of days gone by, smells, sights, memories that never leave us. Such a fitting song to close this concept and recording. This is the last track on this album. Didn't He Ramble? Songs of Charlie Poole. New album by David Davis and the Warrior River Boys. What a nice find. And actually, there's one more song on here I gotta play. And you'll know why I wanna play it. Um, Yeah, the name of the song is called Old and Only in the way. When you walk along the street, how often times you'll meet some poor old man who's getting old and gray. His age is feeble spent, in his pockets not a cent, and for shelter he has nowhere to stay. His relations by the score, they'll turn him from the door, they'll meet him on the street, they'll pass him by. If you ask them why they do, They'll answer you and say He is poor, he's old He's only in the way 
on, for they won't be with us long. Don't point at them because they're old and gray. For remember while you're young, old age to you will come, and you'll be old and gray and only in the Since that time, there's been an awful change. Young men with strength and might, to the parents they would strike. Yes, it happens every day, that's nothing strange. They strike for fear of toil, whose children they would spoil. And sure for death, oft times they do pray. For himself and faithful wife, been tall in all their life, to find their old and gray, and only in the way. Now let us cheer them on, for they won't be with us long. Don't point at them, because they're old and gray. For remember while you're young, old age to you. Right on. David Davis and the Warrior River Boys. And that song was called Old and Only in the Way. Of course, Old and in the Way was some great bluegrass that Garcia did with Grisman in 1973. But I like this Sweet Sunny South. This is good. This is like the real stuff, like Bill Monroe. Well, check it out. David Davis and the Warrior River Boys. Yeah, it did come out in 2018. You want to get your hands on this. Uh, they do have a webpage, David Davis and WRB.com. On Rounder Records, too. How about that? Well, Dead and Company are still touring. I know they just left uh, Flushing, New York. And they had one set, uh, you know, I always check out the uh, set list and uh, might have been the last night in New York. I was like, ooh, now this is a good set list. Um, and then I checked out a video and uh, so they did a St. Stephen the 11 and during St. Stephen, like they messed up the lyrics twice. And at one point they almost like stopped and then started again. And I thought, well, that wasn't written on the set list. So you never know. But I hope everybody's having a good time, and it looks like they're having a good time. You know, John Mayer is, uh, he looks like he's like a pig in mud. He's just having a lot of fun, and, uh, he, you know, he's getting right in there with these lyrics. It's a, it's a big, you know, it's a big shoes to fill, but, uh, you know, he's not holding back, and so that's cool. Right on. I wish them all well. Well, as I said, I wanted to 
play this show. I've been wanting to play this show for a long time. June 16th, 1974, Des Moines State Fair Grandstand, Des Moines, Iowa. And so, you know, the Dead didn't play any shows in April. Started in May. And then in June, they started their tour on June 16th. This is the first show of this June tour. On 618, they went to Louisville. 620 to Atlanta. 622 and 623 are Miami, Florida, at the High Lie, Fronton. And then 626, Providence, 628, Boston, and then 630 in Springfield, Mass. And one of the Dick's picks is a combination of the Providence and Boston show. Like, really good stuff. Um, the Louisville show and the Des Moines show are came out on... Road tri- uh, road trips release, which also was a combination of the two shows, and I heard when uh, they were trying to get Phil back to playing again after Jerry died, Trey and the boys from Fish played the Louisville, Kentucky show to Phil, um, which I guess was some kind of a source of inspiration. It's a great show, so I don't know. I always thought that was a cool story. So we're going to do the Des Moines show. This is a long show. And I guess it started early. Uh, it started off kind of a rainy, cold day. But then uh, once they started playing, the sun came out and they played for like four hours. It's one of these classic, epic, you know, long dead shows. I want to announce it like these, uh, these announcers do at the World Cup. And then they opened up with a Bertha.
woman holding in her hand. You just might find yourself out there on horseback in the dark. Just riding and running across those desert Crash. 
Thank you. Thank you. 
piano's going out of tune, so we're chasing it around. If y'all shut up a second, we can tune up. too good. Well, thanks a lot, folks. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And now for our next number, we're going to do a tune of death and destruction.
That was the wind whistling through the microphones.
nothing but your own lips told to me. Let me lay beneath the roses, let my eyes no longer see.
Okay, so we're going to hang loose after an around and around to close off the first set of our featured show. June 16, 1974, The Grateful Dead in Des Moines, Iowa. Before that was a China Cat writer. You know, I had never heard a China Cat writer like that. That jam coming out of China Cat, what Garcia was doing with the guitar, that was wild. Funky. Before that, Jack Straw. It must have been the roses, El Paso, after a little tuning up sound check as Phil announces to the band to be quiet. Then Sugary, Black Throated Wind, Scarlet Begonias, Beat It On Down the Line, Row, Jimmy Row, Mexicali Blues, and Bertha. Quite a quite a bit of sound problems in the beginning. Uh, certainly with the Bertha, you couldn't hear Garcia singing. At one point in Mexicali, you could just hear Phil and Bobby singing with no music, which was actually kind of cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, the beginning of the first set was plagued with some uh, sound problems. Just a little heads up, 
if you if you don't know this, but uh, in one of the road trips releases, I think it's volume two, number three. Uh, it's a combination of this show and the Louisville show, six eighteen seventy four. I am going to piece together um, wherever the Des Moines show is uh, coming off the road trips. So, for example, the China Cat Rider came off the road trips release. And I bet you could tell the difference in the sound. I think later on the sound gets better. And in some of the write-ups, that's what people say. Um, Too bad there wasn't like a beautiful soundboard of the whole show. But, you know, that's the way it goes. In other news in the dead, uh, Dead & Company on Saturday, June 16th, debuted... The 11. And uh, it's funny. I kind of thought maybe they would have played that already, but I'm kind of psyched. That's really awesome. An amazing set list. They do the Big Sugar Mag Sunshine Daydream Sandwich, opening up with Sugar Mag in the first set, ending the second set with the Sunshine Daydream. But this is probably the best set list I've seen on tour. They do the Sugar Mag, Mississippi Half Step, Peggy O, Bertha, Comes a Time, Jack O'Rowe, Bird Song, Speedway Boogie, Bird Song. Second set, Help Slip, Franks, St. Stephen, William Tell, The Eleven, Drum Space, Eyes, Stella Blue, SSDD, with a Saturday Night Encore. Cool. So... And the night before, you know, pretty standard. Um, Yeah, pretty cool. I'm glad that they did the 11. This year, starting in November of 2017, I've been focusing on the 11. Just a great song. That's a Phil song, man. So they got this new box that's coming out. It'll be released in September. You should know there'll be a limited amount you can buy uh, a three-CD kind of greatest hits of the whole package, which is clearly more affordable. They're also going to release the, uh, these on LP, which is going to be pretty expensive, um, but it'll be on vinyl. So they're really doing this right. And it's uh, of the Pacific Northwest shows from 1973 and 1974. Pretty cool. So in May of 74, um, picking up off of this tour, uh, the Dead did Vancouver, Portland, and Seattle. And we listened to Seattle a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, which is weird. I had no idea they were releasing that. So now I'm like, oh, there's a better version coming out. I also have a nice June 68 show with me. But we're going to keep focusing on this. And actually, this is a long show, so why don't we keep going? Um, Let's go right. So there's a second set and there's a third set. So let's get right to set two, 
But she just walked up the bus. She raised a few eyebrows.
Cool. Very cool. Des Moines, Iowa. Well, that was a plane in the band to close the second set. 28, 29 minutes, really. It was like a, an environment. Very lush. Before that, we heard a U.S. blues. I'll explain that in a bit. And then we heard a big river out of Eyes of the World. And I was doing a little looking that up. And I think that's the only time that they did an Eyes of the World into Big River. That was very cool. Very cool. And then we heard The Race is On, China Cat Rider. Oh, we've already talked about that. Um, and then we heard U.S. Blues. And for some reason on this um, uh, Road Trips release, they include U.S. Blues, but they they put it in a different order than the original show, and I don't know why they did that. But you got to hear a U.S. Blues off, um, you know, my bootleg, but then you got to hear U.S. Blues off of the official release by the Grateful Dead. So, And they played the heck out of U.S. Blues in 1974. Yeah, they played it 35 times. The Grateful Dead played 40 shows in 1974, so they almost played it at every show in 1974. And then Big River was played just about every show, along with El Paso, Jack Straw, and Must Have Been the Roses. It's interesting. And U.S. Blues was, you know, the big encore for 1974. But this is interesting, and just bear with me. Uh, one of the nice things about 1974, they played Black Peter only four times. Hey. They played Candyman only once, Cassidy, Cold Rain and Snow, Good Lovin', Here Comes Sunshine, and They Love Each Other only once. And I almost, yeah, it's kind of funny. I Don't ease me in. I'd like to hear the those 1974 versions. They never played Looks Like Rain or Minglewood Blues. I don't know. Uh, another random fact that Jack Kerouac, the great writer, the beat writer, he mentions Mars Hotel in his book, Big Sur. Ooh. So cool. Um, there's a couple versions of this show out there. And in some of the early writings of this show, like reviews, um, people didn't have the full show at that point. But now we do. And people have worked through it and taken out a lot of the pops and some of the sound problems. Uh, still not perfect. And now you can tell why this was never, the whole show was never officially released. Because some of the first songs in the first set uh, would not make the grade, I think. Okay, there's another set, and I'm not quite sure why they do three sets, except that um, this is an afternoon show. Some of the photographs of the show, there's daylight, and there's the wall of sound. Phil has a beard, but Jerry doesn't. Go figure. And in one review, it's funny, I don't, I'm not, I don't really care to read people's opinions about the show. Like, oh, I think the Eyes of the World had this, you know, like, I, bleh. Um, 
what I do like to read is people who were at the show and they add some context and detail of the show. And so uh, one person talked about going to the show, driving down from Chicago, starting at 6 a.m. in the morning, and that there was an announcement that the dead would play earlier because they were worried about the rain and a, a storm coming. But after Bertha in Mexicali Blues, they could see the black clouds and the storm front kind of moving away and the sun came in and it ended up being a sunny show and it was kind of hot and there was no storm. And so people got a real treat. They got a really long show. So why don't we get right to the second set? Yeah, this is 616. 
went right down South Colorado, West Texas bound We stopped a bank in Santa Fe Got me in the morning, just about halfway And you know it was the hottest part of the day I took the horses up to the stall West Texas cowboys, well, they's all around. We liquor and money, well, they loaded down. So soon after payday, though it seemed a shame, you know my uncle, he starts friendly game. You know how those Jack and the winner take the hand. Cost a lot to win, even 
Yeah. 
Now sitting there staring out of the hotel window. Got to think on the kick of the Lord in a kick. I like to get some sleep before I travel. But if you got a warrant, I guess you're gonna come in. Busted.
That's a billion, folks. See you next year. Phil Lesh saying, thanks a billion, folks. I bet if he did that today, he'd have to say thanks a trillion, because we say that now. Well, that was a Casey Jones encore from our featured show, June 16th, 1974, Des Moines, Iowa, at the State Fair Grandstand. And before, before that, going down the road feeling bad, Wharf Rat, Nobody's Fault But Mine Jam, out of trucking. And I thought I heard a Mine Left Body Jam. Is that just me? Probably just me. Then we heard Ship of Fools, the greatest story ever told. You could hear Phil singing with Bobby. Pretty cool. Deal, me and my uncle, and Tennessee Jed to open up the third set. Yeah, what a monster show. Nice, you got to hear a little Tiger Jam in there on the playing in the band. You got to hear two useless blues. So I was just reading... um, Dennis McNally's Long Strange Trip book, and I was just reading about 1974, a short chapter, but uh, was a year that really was not a healthy year for the band that started off in January with firing their manager, Sam Cutler, and he wasn't particularly happy about how it was done. And at this point, you know, they had their own record label with this guy, Ron Rakow, which I don't think was handled or managed well. And they had a big staff that they were all, you know, paying. And there was a lot of blow going around. And they had this huge sound system um, that they had to have two of them. So one was going to the next venue and one that they had. And um, uh People got really cranky, and I think they were just getting tired of touring. And um, I think one thing that I picked up on was Garcia never really wanted to be the leader of the band, even though he kind of was dubbed that. And so some of the big decisions uh, were confrontational for him, and he didn't like that. And so uh, if people were bitter or sore or they didn't like the outcomes of the decisions— I think Garcia, like, it bummed him out. And that that was too kind of adult-like for him, and he wanted just to have fun and play music. And Sam Cutler was very mad at Jerry Garcia. He felt like, um, you know, he didn't have any spine in this. Now, who knows what the whole deal was, but I suspect that, you know, touring, being tired, the crazy drug life, and you had to play bigger venues to make more money, to pay for the sound system and everything else, that um, they got burnt out. Oddly enough, there was some really beautiful music made uh, during this time, and I bet at times, um, uh, you know, there wasn't maybe enough time to appreciate it, but it's nice to have all these recordings and we can look back and kind of, you know, have uh, f- wicked hindsight because it's just, it's been so many years that we can really kind of uh, listen to the music and kind of see what's going on. Well, let's get back to traditions here on Shakedown Stream. Right on. This is something that's almost as bad as one banjo. Possibly worse. 
back to the place where I first saw the light To the sweet sunny south, take me home Tell the mockingbirds sing me to rest every night Why was I tempted to move? I think with regret of the dear home I left Of the warm hearts that sheltered me there Of wife and of dear ones of whom I'm bereft For the old place again do I say Back to the place where the orange trees grow My pot in the evergreen shade Where the bands from the river's green margins did grow And spread their sweet scent through the wind Oh, the path to our cottage they say has grown green And the place is quite lonely around I know that the smiles and the forms I have seen are found in the dark mossy ground. Take me back, let me see what is left that I knew. Can it be that the old house is gone? Dear friends of my childhood, indeed, must be few, and I must face death all alone. And yet I'll return to the place of my birth.
Just a song of Gomorrah I wonder what they did there Must have been a bad thing To get shut down for
someone from the sky
suffered in bondage and they prayed for days. The Lord said, Moses, go set them free. I am the Lord thy God and I'll go with thee just like old Joshua Jerry Garcia and John and Jean Gaucho. The Jerry Garcia Band on 618-78 in Palo Alto. And before that was Gomorrah and Let Me Roll It. It's interesting. Some people had asked uh, what would be some of the tunes that we would pick that John sang really well on. And I, the, the Let Me Roll It from 618-78 was really good. And I think that the stuff that she did with Jerry Garcia band was probably her best singing. Absolutely. Before that was Garcia and Grisman doing Sweet Sunny South, which is part of the soundtrack of Grateful Dog, that album that came out, uh, I don't know, <laughs> sometime after 1997, I can't remember. Um, but I hope you enjoyed that. So 50 years ago on June 19th, um, the efforts, you know, there was the poor, um, the rally for the poor on the mall in Washington, D.C. And so on June 19th in 1968, the efforts of the Poor People's Campaign climaxes in the Solidarity Day rally for jobs, peace, and freedom in Washington, D.C. 50,000 people joined the 3,000 participants living at Resurrection City on the National Mall to rally around the demands of the Poor People's Campaign on Solidarity Day. Cool. You know, they were doing that, and as uh, they had been there for a while, but, you know, 
they watch Martin Luther King get assassinated than uh, our Robert Kennedy get assassinated. And so there they were. They had these like, you know, uh, wooden shanties that they had built all, you know, you know, I don't know why we don't have these kind of things anymore, but a poor people's campaign, like we need to be taking care of everybody in America. And uh, I don't understand how we've become so mean. I, I know most of us aren't mean, but uh, our leaders should be um, representing the values of America. So uh, I just like doing these 20-year things, which brings me to this. And this is what I'm going to close with because this has already been a long stream. Uh, this is from the Carousel Ballroom, June 19, 1968. And uh, last week we did this great thing from 61468. Um, but this brings us right up to exactly 50 years ago. And this is when the dad and the other band members owned the Carousel Ballroom, um, which by the end of June uh, would not be the case. Uh, Bill Graham would get the lease and then he would turn it into the new Fillmore West in San Francisco. Um, I'm going to cut into this part of the jam. And, uh, and then I'm going to say goodnight, see you next week, uh, keep on trucking, and uh, I think we'll be into summer uh, next week, so we'll all be a little bit different next week, but keep on smiling right on. So I leave you uh, with the Carousel Ballroom, The Grateful Dead, 61968. Peace.
Listen to the rhythm. 
Thank you. 